0: Time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with Registered Financial Consultant Glenn Mosseller. Thanks for being with us today on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Stroholt, alongside Glenn Mosseller of Roadmap Financial Consulting. He is a registered financial consultant with an office in Greensboro on Muir's Chapel Road. You can listen to past episodes of the show and find out more information online by going to greensbororetirement.com. Retirement.com. That's Greensboro Retirement. Com. On today's show, we're talking about managing debt and retirement planning. How do the two go hand in hand? When is it appropriate to carry debt? All sorts of questions that revolve around that conversation. And I'm looking forward to this uh, discussion today, Glenn, because I know a lot of people have different opinions when it comes to debt. Entire uh, industries have been built and companies have been built around getting people out of debt. You know, Dave Ramsey sure. and things like that certainly come to mind whenever we have a discussion about debt. But I'm wondering if we can start here. Maybe tell us about a client of yours who was able to create substantial wealth because they didn't have any debt at all. They were able to avoid it, stay away from it, and it led to them really building a successful retirement portfolio.
1: Well, Walter, I mean, I I think to just take a step back from that just for a second, and I, I think what we have to do is we have to figure out and decide on what is an appropriate definition of debt right because i mean if you think in terms of debt is is if if you have an obligation or a liability somewhere then you know and there's and there's payments you know attached to that or possibly future payments attached to that and if you consider that to be debt no matter what that's one way of thinking about it and that's the way a lot of folks think about it but you know if you if you're thinking about that then, then virtually anybody who's ever bought a house you know is by definition in debt right they, you know, and, and so, you know, more often than not, if, you know, if you position yourself to have a successful retirement, I mean, you've at least, you know, you've had that liability of of the mortgage and making those payments. You know, that's almost, a, you know, an understood. There's very, very few situations where when folks just came in and they just had you know one big lump sum down payment and they just bought their house outright particularly when they were first starting off so you know i really start looking at and and, and my, you know I, I think it's important for folks to to understand you know what debt is and whether or not it's a good thing it's a bad thing certainly when i look at the word debt and i start thinking about that and i started explaining it to folks it's like you know when you, when you look at things if you were looking at it like a business and you had a balance sheet which means that you have you know you have assets and you have liabilities and what is you know what is the balance between those two things you know the definition of debt that i like to use is is that you know if you have an obligation that you have no other way of paying for other than money that you have yet to earn well, then, that is truly debt because you're now spending future monies that you no long that you don't have yet, and that is truly debt. If you, on the other hand, you have um you have a, a a liability that you have a future you know payment that you have to make or maybe a series of payments that you have to make, but you have enough in resources that at any time you wanted to, you could take and pay those uh, future payments off. Well, then, that's not really you're not really. Underwater, you're not in debt. You have pay- You have, You may have a payment. You may have a liability. You know. You may have a you know, a future obligation. That's a different scenario. And so there are reasons why, you know, to possibly, you know, to continue on having that because maybe you're making, you know, you're making a certain rate of return, you know, with your assets, and maybe you know you've you've you know you have this money out there on maybe a car loan at zero percent interest, or maybe you still have a mortgage that's out there at maybe you know three or four percent, you know, and, and that kind of thing. And and in essence, maybe you're in the late years of that mortgage. And when you start looking at you know the amortization schedule of that mortgage and you and you say, Well, golly, when I really look at the possibility, should I go and pay that off? And then you look at well, you know, how much of your payment is interest and how much of it is principal. Oftentimes, it's you know, if you're in the late years of a mortgage, you know, the vast majority of that payment is principal. So you know, you mean you're really just taking it. In that point, you know, if it's principal, it's it's your money or your future equity. You know, if you're taking it out of one account and putting it into into the house, well, I mean, you're not you're not really advancing the the situation. You're just moving it from one pocket to another pocket. And so we really have to look at what does debt really mean and. Does is carrying, you know, some, you know, payments into the future is that really necessarily a bad thing? And sometimes the answer is yes and sometimes the answer is no. And so it really does depend on the particular situation and you know that's obviously very nuanced to look at it that way, but I you know I would I would suggest to folks that it's really important that you look at it that way because oftentimes you know folks are such in a hurry to maybe pay off some future obligation and, you know, and, and in general, I, you know, I, I think that that's a good thing. But, you know, if you're looking at your balance sheet and you have the resources to pay it off at any point in time, then you really do have it paid off. You've got the resources to pay it off. You're just carrying a, an ongoing payment because there, there's some advantages to doing that, you know, for a period of time. Oftentimes that comes in the form of, you know, like, hey, I've got to go buy a car. Like I say, I mean, there's an awful lot of, you know, with where interest rates are today, there's a lot of deals out there where you can buy a car at zero interest. So, you know, I have to ask the question, well, why would you take a big lump sum of cash out of, out of an account, you know, and then, you know, and then transfer it, you know, to pay for the car when you can pay for that car over three, four, five years and not pay any interest? And you can just make small payments and still have control and access to that big lump sum of cash. Are you with me, Walter?
0: Yeah, I'm with you. So, I mean, it it sounds very much like you're saying there is indeed good debt and, and bad debt. There is that delineation. Not all debt can be treated the same. So when we hear that term good debt and bad debt, those really do have their own meanings.
1: Well, what I would say is, is, again, it comes back to what is the definition of debt. If we think in terms of if you owe some payments, you know, if that in all cases is debt, well, then I would say there's probably good debt and bad debt. But if we use the definition where I'm talking about, whereas debt is defined by you have no other way of paying for it other than money that you have yet to earn then that's really debt you know what I'm saying that that is now you're now you're spending future money that you do not have that's debt whereas if you have money to be able to pay off an obligation or you know or, or, or a liability at any point in time that's a different scenario and so I think that's a real distinction that folks really need to understand how to you know how that really works and you know whether or not you know it's worthwhile to you know just carrying payments that you could pay off at any time but it might it might be advantageous for you to continue to have this lump sum of cash that you have access and control over for you know whether maybe you're earning a little bit more on it by, by it sitting where it, where it is or possibly you know you, you, know, you want to have money that's sitting there for an emergency but you, you're in a position where you could pay off that liability or that obligation at any point that to me is, is not the same as, as having an obligation that you have no way of paying for other than money that, that you have yet to come into your accounts. Are you with me? Do you so follow my distinctions?
0: Really coming down more to leverage. If you're able to leverage that debt, then it doesn't classify the same as.
1: Well, again, I I, I just, you know, I, I don't know if I would classify it as truly debt. And then, you know, and I know that I'm really harping on that, but but it's, you know, do you have, do you have the money to pay it off? If the answer is yes, then, you know, I mean, you know, in the, you know, depending upon, you know, how you're, how you're viewing that. Yeah. You could call it debt, but you know, again, I mean, if, if it's something that it's not a significant thing and you could at any point, you know, pull money out of an account and pay it off, you know, that's a whole lot different than money that you have yet to earn is the only way that you can pay for it. And so that's a key distinction for folks. And, you know, it's really important to understand that. And, you know, I'll, I'll oftentimes, from you know, with clients or potential clients, when they, you know, they come in, we start having a conversation, they say, well, hey, you know, I want to buy this car. And I say, okay, well, what's your plan to pay for it? And they say, well, I think I'm going to take this money out of this account and do this and this and this. And it's like, well, wait a minute. Let's think that through. I mean, does that make the most sense? You know, maybe it's maybe they're going to be thinking about taking money out of an IRA account, and it's a pretty big distribution, and it creates a you know a, a tax obligation. Whereas if if they were spreading it out over time, you know, and and they were able to get it to be able to purchase that vehicle at zero interest, why wouldn't you do that? Keep your tax bill down. And at the same same time, let your money continue to work versus you know taking a lump sum, maybe creating a bigger tax burden, and then you paid it off. There's certain dynamics there that you have to really look through the whole picture: what makes sense and what doesn't make sense. And everybody's situation's different, but it's very it's this is a tricky area because it, you know particularly when we start talking about because a lot of a lot of folks have been so pushed that it's like hey, I don't want to have any obligations when I retire, and that's a great goal. And I guess what I would say is, is, well, let's look at what are the obligations and what does debt really mean and do you, you know, does it make sense to take from this large account over here to pay off this relatively small, you know, uh, you know, payment that you have? Or does it make more sense to, you know, possibly, you know, either continue where it is or possibly structure it a little bit differently to create a scenario where, you know, your, your cash flow is making sense and you're not creating, you know, extra taxes and, and you're leaving yourself, you know, access to capital? Because let's face it, Walter, almost every situation that I've ever heard of where people are, you know, are, are having a different difficult time with money is because that they don't have access to capital and if you know if you have access to capital you know you can get yourself out of a, t- a short-term you know bind because you can you're able to reach in and say hey I, I can take care of that whereas if you take that account and you and you go and you pay off something that you didn't necessarily need to go pay off and now another emergency pops up now you drain that you know that that account and you no longer have access to it well now you now you're in a situation where maybe you have to borrow it at a, at a time that it's maybe not as uh, convenient, or or you might not get as favorable terms. Are you with me?
0: Yep, yep. I'm uh, I'm with you. I, I keep trying to poke holes in the plan here, Glenn, but you uh, you're, you're withstanding those assaults very well. Good job. <laughs> trying to get you from different angles and look at it from different lenses, but uh, you make sense throughout the whole process here. So, if somebody's trying to be debt free for retirement, it certainly makes the job a lot easier. Do you have any? stories of how you help somebody get debt free while also planning their retirement? Is it that the two can be done at the same time? Or do you really just attack and attack the debt first in, in most situations and then focus on the retirement plan?
1: Right. Well, I mean, Walter, I mean, it, it, like I say, I mean everybody's situations a little bit different. And and I don't want to create the uh, impression that that Glenn is saying, well, you know, you shouldn't pay this off. Well, Glenn's not necessarily saying you shouldn't pay this off. Glenn is saying that you should we should look at it and you know, and do some analysis as to whether or not, we, you know, what we should pay off and how and how quickly or you know, or how slowly we should, you know, pay something off, right? And when you, and when we're looking at that, you know, we have to look at, you know, what what is going to be the right balance for you you know not only in terms of your dollars and cents but your emotional well-being right because when you start talking about debt or obligations or future obligations i mean that's a pretty emotion that, that can be an emotional hot spot for folks so you know as we as we walk through it you know i mean i've i've had situations where folks came in and they they had a, they had a, you know a fairly large amount of uh, of credit card debt they didn't have very much you know on their you know on their house and they would say well you know gosh you know or maybe their house was completely free and clear and we started looking at it and say, well, wait a minute, you've got, you know, you've got this, you know, twenty, thirty thousand dollars 30000 of credit card debt over here and your house is free and clear and you're making these credit card payments and you're and you're paying, you know, 10, 15 percent or more in interest on, on that and your house is free and clear over here. I, you know, explain how, you know, what, you know, what's behind this strategy. And oftentimes it's like, well, we've just always wanted to have our house paid off. And so, you know, we, we want to make sure that that's the case. And then we start running some numbers and we can say, okay, well, what would happen if we were to do this? And that and reposition some of these things lower the amount of interest that you're paying you know and you know and, and you know and, and have a reasonable time frame and so suddenly it's like wait a minute we can get out of this situation you know and you know in just a relatively short period of time whereas it's like they're really stressing out over this you know this amount of debt that they had over here or this this obligation that they had with you know with the, with the credit cards you know and it's just a matter of looking at it from different angles and seeing well what resources do you have what is your time horizon you know do you, you know are there ways of being able to to, you know, to take care of this, you know, you know, other than what you're currently doing. And oftentimes there's there's multiple strategies that you can go at. And, what, you know, I've, I've had you know, a number of folks that were, you know, were ready to retire. They said, well, you know, I can't I don't feel like I can retire because I still have this and this might be like i say maybe it's a you know a personal loan or a chunk of money that's still on the credit card and we when we started looking at well you know how can we you know take care of that in such a way that you you might be able to retire sooner than you thought because you have a, you have adequate other resources and maybe maybe the the obligations that you have with that with those payments is not the most efficient way to do it and we start looking at that and they say, well you know when we, when we put together a plan where it's like oh okay well we can actually go ahead and retire and we know that this is going to be paid off in the first three to six months of our retirement in, in a lot of cases and suddenly it's just like wow well, you know where they were thinking well i'm gonna have to work another year or two before i can really get out of this scenario and so it's just like i say it, it's looking at the whole picture And, you know, it's really, uh, you know, let's look at it. Let's say you, you have this. You know uh, obligation. You have this asset. You have you know you have these future desires in terms of your cash flow and your needs in terms of you know hey do you want to you want to take this trip or you know we or you know I've got you know my you know my wife is going to retire or my husband's going to retire or we want to retire at this point in time in the future. Let's look at all of those pieces of the puzzle and let's put them together in such a way that, that we can do it the most efficient way that you, that alleviates as much stress as, as possible. And oftentimes Walter, we find really great solutions solutions to you know create a scenario that that folks really didn't think that were it was you know reasonable to think that they could be there just because they hadn't looked at it from a different perspective. They've been so focused on well this is the way that I have to do it. And you know everybody knows you know and has always heard the expression you know there's 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 you know there's many ways to skin a cat and but oftentimes it's like if you don't if you haven't tried to skin a cat in a different way you might not know how to do that. And so you know that's that's where it's really important to let's evaluate it and let's see where you really are and, and and what what can we do to uh, you know, to make a plan to, to make it better.
0: His name is Glenn Mosseller, and if you need some help with your financial plan, whether it be something like we've talked about today, getting out of debt, or if it's something we talked about on uh, past episodes of the show. Recently we had discussions about, you know, how much cash is a good idea or the stretch IRA going away. Check out some of the recent episodes on those conversations. Some of the excuses people make for why they can't retire. We always have uh, interesting conversations with Glenn covering all different angles of the financial and retirement planning world. And if you want to get some assistance on these kinds of matters, you can call Glenn at 336 336- Two nine one thirty five thirty five. That's 336 And you can also go online to greensbororetirement.com. That's com. Click the free consultation button at the bottom of the page and schedule a time to meet with Glenn from your smartphone or computer at com. Glenn, thanks for the conversation today, and we'll look forward to another good one with you next time.
1: Absolutely, Walter. Take care now.
0: There you have it. The skinny on managing debt and retirement planning from Glenn Moss For Glenn, I'm Walter. We'll talk to you next time right back here on The Retirement Roadmap.